more. Oh, good. You're here. Listen, I have a confession. And since you're here, you get to listen to it. <laughs> so thanks. This happens every now and then on this podcast. Uh, my confession is this. I love Christmas. And then I can't stand it. There, I said it. I love what it's really all about, but I can't stand what it's become. It can be fun and frustrating, joyous and annoying. It can be filled with family and friends, but still leave us feeling all alone. It's packed with hope and unmet expectation. And let's not even mention the cost. That is, if you want to do it right, according to the world standard. You know, you got to crank out the cash. The psychological, mental, and emotional toll can be overwhelming. And then there's the days and weeks after. Research from SolaraMentalHealth.com reveals that 38% of people polled said their stress levels inevitably spike during the holiday season. You know, that's like inevitable, like it's a guarantee during the most joyous time of the year. And the main suspects include shortages of time and money, excessive commercialism, pressures of gift-giving, and, and the often stress that comes with family get-togethers. And I know I sound like a Grinch. That's just my confession, but there is a point to this. I think my confession reveals a mindset. Have you noticed that? And it, it has brought me to a weird question that I want to share with you. It's this. If Christmas has a mind, what would be on the mind of Christmas? I believe one answer to this question can be extremely beneficial <laughs> to our, our own mental, emotional, and spiritual health and well-being during the holiday season. Because as Calvin Coolidge stated, Christmas is not a time nor a season, but a state of mind. So I want to share with you a little scripture that, for me, totally reveals the mind of Christmas and offers us an anchor for our minds to be tethered to. And by the way, the scripture I'm sharing with you is not from any of the Gospels. It could be. This is just one, one of my favorites. It's from Philippians 2, 5 through 8. This, to me, reveals the mind of Christmas. It reads, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. So before we see Jesus as a baby in a manger, this is what was going on. This emptying, this considering, this releasing, this letting go. I believe this is the mind of Christmas and the way to have peace of mind through Christmas and really the whole year through. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What mind? The mind of a self-emptying servant. The mind of kenosis. In Christian theology, kenosis is the self-emptying of Jesus' own will and becoming entirely receptive to God's divine will. Cynthia Bourgeau describes it as the practice of gentle release. I like how that sounds. <laughs> the practice of gentle release. Because we cling to things, don't we? We hold on for dear life to expectations and desired outcomes, especially during Christmas, it seems anyway. And while the world conveys a Christmas message of clinging, attaining, attaching, the mind of Christmas, the mind of Christ that you and I have access to, conveys the message of gentle release for the benefit of others, 
for our own benefit too. It's a letting go, serving, a giving of more than just presence, but the very presence of ourselves, the very presence of Christ in us. Christmas is the invitation to let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And this invites healthy self-examination over the holiday season. So I have some self-reflection questions that you and I can meditate on this Christmas season. Really, now that I think about it, you can do it any season, right? Just replace the word Christmas with whatever season you would find yourself in, but we're just sticking to Christmas right now. And when you meditate on these uh, questions, you ponder them, take note of what emotions arise, where they show up in your body, and if there's any forgiveness you would benefit in extending to anyone, including yourself. This could even be a daily practice of gentle release as you end each day. So the questions are, what am I clinging to this Christmas? What expectation must be met? What gift must I receive? What outcome had better take place? What am I putting my hope in? Can I give expecting nothing in return? And finally, what is on the mind of Christ this moment that he is offering as a gift to me for my benefit and the benefit of others? I love those questions. <laughs> what is on the mind of Christmas is what is on the mind of Christ. So I pray, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who emptied himself, taking the form of a servant. And be encouraged, for according to 1 Corinthians 2.16, uh, you do have the mind of Christ, and do hold the thoughts, feelings, purposes, and perceptions of the very heart of God. So those questions again. What am I clinging to this Christmas? What expectation must be met? What gift must I receive? What outcome had better take place? What am I putting my hope in? Can I give, expecting nothing in return? And finally, what is on the mind of Christ this moment that he is offering as a gift to me for my benefit and the benefit of others? Thanks for letting me hang out with you. I really hope you're doing well. By the way, another episode that might come in handy this time of year is episode number eight, entitled Meeting Unmet Expectations, Embracing Hope. And visit accessmore.com for more faith-based podcasts from the likes of Christine Kane, Bob Goff, Mike Weaver of Big Daddy Weave, Danny Gokey, and many more. God bless you.